There we go. Hey, guys, and welcome to a special edition of the Monty and the Pharaoh show featuring Pharaoh, ESO, and the player. And we are going to go over the card from the Elimination Chamber and uh, basically just talk about it, talk about some of the aftermath and what's going to happen leading up into WrestleMania. But first, let me introduce the guest first, or, well, the panel. It is, up top, we've got a man who doesn't really need an introduction, Jimmy Farrell. What's going on, Jimmy? What's up? I'm up. You know how early they had everybody up? What's up? Yeah, well, I wasn't up that early. I I, uh, I watched it in replay. But, uh, hey, Playa, what's going on over there? Straight out of Playa, though. I, I was up at uh, 4.48 this morning. Oh, better you than me. Better oh, you than me. That's man. what they make replays for. <laughs> and yeah. uh, right now in the chat, we got to sh- give a special shout-out to We have RJ Hudson and Jason Moaning. How you guys doing out there? How would you guys like that hey, pay-per-view? Hey. What'd you guys think of it? So, uh, hey, uh, well, listen. Let's let's just start off with uh, with overall thoughts of, of the pay per view. Um, you know, uh, uh, Benny, what did you think? Uh, what was your overall overall reaction to it? Well, I mean, premium live event. Excuse me. It was <laughs> yeah. It was a, another another safe play, kind of the same as the Royal Rumble. I mean, it did what it had to do. Uh, you know, it definitely advanced the storylines for WrestleMania. It set up a couple of new uh, potential matches for uh, WrestleMania in the men's uh, elimination chamber. Um, you know, and the matches themselves were good. I mean, they were good to very good to maybe even excellent. They were good matches. Can't say any of them were bad. Um, you know, the one thing I would have liked is Triple H promised a surprise. Maybe that was the, the surprise war, was there were no surprises. <laughs> Yeah, pretty, pretty much, pretty accurate. Uh, hey, Jimmy, well, you have anything to add to that? What do you mean, no, no surprises? You had AJ, AJ Styles, Styles whomping away with a chair. Surprise! Surprise! That is a surprise. Yeah. Listen, Triple H said that the surprises that were going to happen were going to be well worth it. You're going to tell me AJ wasn't worth it? <laughs> yeah, it was. I was a holy shit moment. I've got to be honest, all kidding aside, I went holy shit. You know, you know? And, and as far as, far as the, the overall, overall card, card onward we go. go. So, so what? So we were able to figure this one out. You know, I was, I was saying, saying to Benny before, before we got on the air about, I really hope the younger kids, kids don't sit there and, and uh, try to figure everything out, out and they just watch it like, like, like I, I know for sure Mike and I did back in the day. It was a lot more organic and just enjoy the fantasy of the sport entertainment world, you know. That is such a good point that Jimmy just made because that's what we did. We didn't try to figure anything out. We we watched it, you know, a lot of times very emotionally because we didn't know what was going to happen. You know, right. now it's everybody's everybody's an analyst and a booker, and they're trying. Right. To, you know, well, that didn't. They shouldn't have done that. And you know, just right. just enjoy it. Right. Well, you well, know you what? Know what though, to be fair, fair, we did we try, try to figure, figure it out. out. It, wasn't it wasn't like you know, know like, that's our job. Especially here, I mean. Morocco and, and Morocco and Valentine, Valentine were like, like trying to get the belt off either Bob or Pedro, depending on the year. But you know, we try to figure it out. But still, we didn't, we didn't get all crazy about it and, and over analytical, like you said, like we're saying. You know, we enjoyed it for what it was. You know, and I still do. It's probably, it's probably why I've been watching for half a century. You know, I haven't lost that childhood love of it. I mean, if you do, what's the point? I mean, at our age, Benny, uh, Bruce, if you don't still love baseball, like we did when we were younger, to some degree, you're not watching it anymore. But we are. <laughs> No, no. Okay, I, so one of my favorite things in life, even now, is on a Sunday afternoon, taking a ride to the uh, Clearwater Ballpark, uh, yeah. buying a eight dollar ticket to watch a Florida State League game, getting a steak, right. uh, Philly cheesesteak, and a craft beer, and I'm in heaven on a sunny there day. Nothing better than that. There okay. you go. Yeah. So I, I have so it maybe at... a bl- Bolivian hooker, maybe, but other, other than that. <laughs> What? Wow! At the ballpark, that must cost. Oh, they don't have those. That's why. That's the best. Oh, there, I mean. oh, oh! That's is it in the neighborhood? At least they, I don't know. I have to check that out. Convenient stop and shop. shop. Very interesting. Yeah, there you Bruce, go. What else you got before we get into? Well, well, listen. So I'm gonna call this. This was not a pay-per-view. This was one of the first things I could say. It definitely is not a pay-per-view. A pay-per-view would have given us a lot more. This was definitely a premium live event. That's uh. This is what we're gonna get. We get four matches. Um, I'm gonna say the matches themselves, awesome, awesome matches. Uh, I could have done without the Grayson Waller thing, and I think the majority of the world outside of Australia could have done without the Grayson Waller thing. But otherwise, I mean, 
what, what can you say? It was a, it was a really, uh, it was a good show. You know, it started out well. Most of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught the pre-show. The uh, not that 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 tag team match was bad, but uh, what, what did you guys think of the uh, the uh, Kabuki Warriors uh, tag team title defense there, Benny? What do, what did you think there? I did not see it. I I did have to work today, so I kind of caught most of the. Uh, it was weird. I caught most of it before I had to leave for Saint Petersburg. I actually listened to the Rhea Ripley. Um, versus Nia Jax match on, on my way to Petersburg. And then um, I actually, when I got home, I got home early enough to rewatch the men's match. But I did I did not get to watch the uh, the pre-show show tag team match. What about you, Fowler? Well, I, I, I got to watch it. And I'll tell you something. I got to, you know, Mike was way ahead of me when it came to accepting the women on a higher level. I always dunked the women. Come on, stop. You know, but but on a higher level, especially around the time that they had the what was it, Evolution pay per view several years back. Mike went to that, and you know, I I got to tell you, the Kabuki Warriors, what a what a splendid heel tag team they are. I mean, that was that was actually a really solid, you know, for a match that's not supposed to mean too much. That was really solid because the match was so traditionally played out with, you know, I do believe that was Indy Hartwell's homeland. I didn't, I didn't yes, even realize correct. that. I mean, how much do I not pay attention, you know? But, I mean, she, she got a really nice reception. She did a solid job playing the face role with Candace. Candace took, you know, quite the, quite the beating. And the Warriors just, the Kabuki Warriors just played it up deliciously the villainous role. What a what a really good match! I enjoyed it. What's wrong with me, Bruce? There, there, there's nothing like, nothing wrong with you. You cannot take anything away from uh, from the performance of Oscar and and uh, and uh, Eo there. But Kyrie, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's got. You know, I'm sorry, I love that elbow. Kyrie saying has always yes. thrown. I love it. it. It looks fantastic, and Oscar. Yeah, man, a lot of credit for Oscar. My God, Oscar yeah. is an amazing, amazing talent. But it also shows you, very these, underappreciated. You know, I think Candice LeRae and Andy Hartwell, you know, these up and comers. Really, I mean, the women's division is the the outlook of it is is, is pretty bright um, in the in the yeah, WWE. I, I agree about I agree about Indy possibly you know fitting more so your description of an up and comer. I feel like Candice is in a strange position. She's been around for a while. I'm sure you guys know that. Yeah, so that's, I wonder. Yeah, that's uh, Gargano's wife. Gargano's wife, right? They've been on the Indies for a lot of years. I I wonder ultimately where she's going to wind up in in the real scheme of things. You know, I felt like if they were ever going to really pull a uh, a a higher level main event type trigger with her, they would have done it a lot sooner than now. So, I would find it interesting if she ever gets to that sort of level. Indy, who knows? You know, I'm gonna my gut goes with no, especially after I see ladies like Stratton. Oh my! But we'll get to that. We'll yeah, get to thank that. Thank you. We'll, we'll get to that, Bruce. What's what was the uh, what was the opening one for the evening? That well, that, after that, that was that was the, the opening. We might as well get right into it. Tiffany Stratton was part of it. You know, it was the uh, the women's elimination chambers. How we opened up: Raquel Rodriguez, Tra- Tiffany Stratton, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Becky Lynch, and uh, and Naomi. So, I mean, what can you say about that match? That match was that that was if the that match was awesome. I mean, they really, they really did a lot in between, which I was amazed for. There was a less laying down than I've seen in other other elimination chambers. Um, there was always some action going on, and a lot of people were complaining about the finish. But honestly, I thought it was awesome. Benny, why don't you uh, why don't you take over here? What did you think? I, I don't want to steal Jimmy's thunder, but uh, you know, he he said Tiffany Stratton. To me, even though she was out, I think second. I was very impressed by her. I, I thought she she did a great job, really, really good job. And as far as a future star, that's somebody I really expect big things from. And Raquel Rodriguez, I think, I mean, she was good. I think she's still kind of, you know, a little bit rusty coming back from her injury. Another one I, I predict great things for. You know, a Candice LeRae, although she is talented, she's not a young kid. I think she's kind of going to get, she'll get lost in the shuffle because, there is so much talent on the female roster that, you know, maybe maybe she's the 12th best or something like mm-hmm. that. But she's not you're not going to see yeah. uh, Candice LeRae as a as a woman's champ. I just don't see it. No, I, I don't know. That, I mean, that match just in general, that was just that was some match. Farrell, what did you what did you what did you think? What do you have for us? 
Well, here we go again, where I just got to tip my uh, my backwards Yankee cap to the ladies because that match was absolutely fantastic. It had the logical conclusion. It, it should be Becky. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez reminds me of the female version of the early days of Damian Priest coming up, where she's still a little awkward. Uh, there is something missing. I think it's just simply polish, guys. Yeah. As far as she goes, you know, she she could definitely yeah. she could definitely go somewhere. She's got the the power. I think she'd make a great villain. She seemed kind of ticked off that they were booing her. I don't know if you caught her mumbling when they first started to boo her as she took over the dominant, uh, you know, physicality and started pounding them and stuff. And then the crowd booed her, and she stepped back through the ropes. And I could basically see, in, uh, you know, her mouth going, "What a bunch of bullshit!" Like she was, but she played it. And I thought to myself, nice. what a what a great villain you would you would make, you know. I'm like, you really would make a great villain. But she's probably got a long way to go on on the microphone. I'm I'm pretty confident of saying that at this juncture of her career. Um, Becky, Becky did what she had to do, and that was the look. It's okay to have the logical conclusion. It's okay. That that was a fantastic, fantastic match. And Stratton, if that's not the future, if that's not a, a future champion, then I don't know what I'm looking at. Because that's a future champion. Stratton is, wow, just wow. Already, she's already at wow level, and everything she does, she's oozing with charisma. She can go, go, go. She's perfect, dude. Dudes, dudes. <laughs> they they all they all delivered. They, I mean, nobody mailed it in. They all they all delivered. They brought their A games. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look, Liv, Liv Morgan. I mean, look at Bianca. Everybody, yeah. everybody. That finish yeah. was great. Yep. A lot of people were complaining about yep. that finish, but let, let's face it, it went, it went so smooth between the three of them. Yes, it happened quickly compared to the rest of the match, but honestly, it was a, right. it was a, it was a good match. The right person won. We all, we all knew it was going to happen, but uh, you know, it's it is what it is. Right. It was a, it, I can't say anything when bad about it. When there's a bang bang finish and the internet uh, explodes, do you think it's really? Let's get to the, the root of that. Do you think it's really because the crowd themselves didn't have a chance to protest what they may or may not decide to ultimately do when you make the match longer than a bang bang bang? Is that what it is? It's like, well, if we can't express our displeasure and try to change the course of this match live, we'll do it after the fact. Right. I mean, well, what do you think? You know, was it the bang 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 effect? So what? That, that was a great finish. It makes sense. What do you want? You know, it should have been the element of bang, bang, bang. That's what Becky Becky wins a lot that way anyway. What's the problem? The, the only thing I would have changed in the match if I was the booker is I would have had Tiffany hang around a little bit longer. And maybe not be eliminated. Maybe be eliminated, say, third or fourth. But other than that, there's really nothing you can say bad about that match. I can feel that. I don't think that they're going to, uh, you know, Half-ass that push when it happens. Let's put it that way. So, so hey, Betty, the number one player mate is in the chat. Hey, playmate. <laughs> What's up, Beth? How's it going? What's going on, RJ? And looks like the president is in the house, but not on the screen. The What's going on, Phil? Mr. DeCessere. He made it. At least he made it. Give him that. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, next match on that card was the uh, what was it? It was Dunn and Bates against uh, the uh, Judgment Day, Priest and Balor. Again, I didn't expect anything other than a great match to be put on, and they did. They 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 put on a very entertaining one. Benny, what do you have for us? There were some spots in that match that I absolutely loved. That airplane spin by Tyler you, Bate that lasted for about what, fifteen minutes. I think I went through the McDonald's drive-thru and I came back and he was still doing it. Um, I, I, I did. I liked it. It was, it was a Cesaro-type move. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, Pete Dunne with the, with the, you know, stretching of the fingers, the twisting of the fingers. I mean, that is so realistic. I, you never get tired of that. You know, just, no. again, a great match. You, you knew that they weren't going to win. But my one question is, whoever that referee was, though, she was absolutely clueless. That last spot when they got pinned, uh, I mean, there was they were both in the ring. I mean, I could have counted to 987, and they were both still in the ring. Right. So, kind of, right. you got to still even you got to enforce the rules a little bit. I think that was right. she did eject Dominic eventually um, after the damage was done. But um, no, it was it was a great match. 
I, I really, I really enjoyed it. You know, unfortunately, you know, as in uh, Bolivian hookers, sometimes size matters. And you know, <laughs> only Viagra, Batman. Wow. But you know, other than that, man, they, they, they represented. They were, they were great. They were all yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a, an excellent match. I'm, I marvel at Tyler Bate. How long did he actually really do that? I was kind of. You see, this is where what a day would swoop in and say, "I timed it. It was for fifty and a half seconds." I mean, I would like to know how long he spun him for because then that he, was. Then he would show the video seventeen times, right? Probably. Hey, did you know who he went to high school with? Yeah. Come on, Smitty. He went to school with uh, Smitty. Uh, okay. Well, since everybody already knows, we'll, we'll gloss over that. And he got, uh, he got indignant when Francine had to oil her chest up. Oh, oh, that's true. That's true. The head tilt. Hey, it's all in the head tilt. Let's get things, yeah, you know, let's get things straight. Um, yeah, solid. Like we said, it would be. How could you be surprised by that? By the way, Balor and, and, and his big buddy over there, they, do they get any credit at all as a team themselves? How come we never talk about them? Is there a reason for this? And even Dominic, I mean, got the living shit put at him by the Australian crowd. I mean, who would have thought that he would have morphed into, into such an excellent heel? Well, you mean the most hated, the mo- the most hated wrestler on on both rosters? That's what you. That's who you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually thought that he ascended very maturely and very quickly from day one. I might have been on board a lot sooner than most people, you know, before he became what he is today, which is, you know, obviously a much more perfected, rounded out, you know, uh, down, you know, Mysterio. But even in the early days when he was doing his stuff with his dad, he was he was rising at a very, very mature and quick pace, man. He's been good for a long time already. The kid's been good for a couple of years and only knows what you can only know. I, I, I do wish he changed his diet and eat some more pigs or something like that, because I think of just a little more size on him, and now you really got something. Right. That's me. I mean, I have been very, very critical of him in the past, saying that you know he the only reason why he's there is because of his father. But man, oh man, the guy has you, you know he got the door open for from for right. him, and right. he knocked the door down, and he's been you know right. he's been busting those right. doors down ever since. The guy, I mean, yeah. he, he works his ass off. He he yep. he keeps improving yep. every time you yep. see him. He gets better. That's I'll tell you what, in, in a room where you have you have Ray and you have Eddie Guerrero, I, I, I got to be honest, I feel this way already, you know, and this is no knock on Chavo, but but Dominic is already past Chavo in my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. As far yeah. as what he brings to the table, what kind of aura does he have, you know? How good is he in the ring, et cetera, et cetera? How serious can I take him in the role he's trying to convince me thereof? Oh, man, it's not even close. You know, so Dominic has a lot to be proud of already. Just and I'm sure his father's really proud of him. You gotta be. You gotta be. You know? Could you he imagine if another... decided... yeah. could you imagine if Ray had decided to take the independent uh way of thinking, the independent Mark way of thinking and and had not stayed with WWE in those years and had not you know, had the opportunity to bring his son in on that level with that kind of programming and do what he's done? This is this is this was beautiful to watch happened over the last few years between father and you son. Know, I hate like to be said, but if he could put on 15, 20 pounds and right. bulk up a little bit, right. now you got to start taking him seriously for titles. Well, that's what that's what I want from him because, honestly, now we're talking about another Eddie. Right. He reminds me more of Eddie than he does his pop. But he's oh, got way his... more of Eddie, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, go with it because, man, oh, man, is, is he good at what he's doing? And he does need some more weight. What can we do? Can we change? Can we... Uh, Send them some Omaha steaks, perhaps. Would that work? Okay. Maybe Woo Wings. Flair yeah, yeah. some. All right, all right, but nothing that gives him too much gas. We don't want to, yeah. you know, affect his in-ring performance. Bruce, what what happened after that? What did we have next? Oh, what did we have? Oh, we had the your highlight of the night. My the the Grayson Waller effect. All right, now hold on, hold on. Before you were like, you know. I, obviously, Bruce considers this one an albatross, but and Bruce, you will definitely have your moment in the sun to totally trash this. But here was the two things I did like about it. I like the fact that we found out that Seth's about to be medically cleared, and I like the fact that Cody told The Rock, "Hey, you, you know, you hit me. Uh, guess what? You know, I guess I got to hit you back. You know, and stuff like that." So, the, so for something that that it it had something happen. You know, how would you like to have been Austin Theory until he finally got to say something at the end? I was like watching Austin Theory. He looked like he was in 
being tortured just sitting there. What was his role? Waller played his usual douchebag, you know, level kind of guy. I thought it was fun. I actually thought it was fun. I didn't think it was that bad. You know, if that's the worst thing that happened over the evening, that we had a couple of revelations from two main event guys, and, uh, you know, basically, you know, the bad guys wind up getting their set trashed, et cetera, et cetera, it's okay. You know, that's basic workage. So that's what I thought about it. I thought I had some, I had some fun with it. You know, I did not know that that Seth was not medically cleared. So that when I saw right. him and Cody in the ring, and I right. saw Waller and uh, Austin Theory in the ring, I thought, okay, maybe they're going to add another match to the card, and you know, these these guys are going to square up. But the minute Seth right. said, you know, that he will be medically cleared, I thought, well, that you know, that trashes that. But right, it was very entertaining. The yeah. The only thing is I really did think that I was going to hear a gong and hear, and, and the undertaker was going to show up and, you know, trash the set. That is the only thing, because I know he was supposedly there. Um, and I, yeah. I thought that would have been a, a, a nice moment for him, but not that he needs it, but it, it, that might've, that would have been the surprise. If, if, if that happened, then, you know, that was the surprise I was promised, but it was hmm. I mean, on its own merit. It was not bad at all. Yeah, I thought it was. I never. I guess I just never f- fell for the Undertaker showing up at that. I don't know why. I just didn't take any stock in it. So I wasn't even. Maybe expecting. he wasn't there. Well, I think he was there, but he was there and he shot something. They were showing it on the pre-show that you probably didn't get a chance to catch, Benny. And they were, he did. Some, Bruce, what did he do? He did something. He did I some sort of show. What he did. I only fast forward yeah, through for the match. Apparently he was there the day before to shoot something for some sort of show he's doing of some kind. Maybe it's a one shot. I don't know what the hell it was, but I wasn't really expecting him anyway. What would be the point? Here comes the Undertaker. He's going to beat everybody up. Yeah. Woohoo! Well, it was kind of I like having all, you knew Austin Theory was just there to take somebody's finishing move. Come on, I mean when he when right. he's yeah right. that, that's what right. I immediately what I, I'm thinking. It's not like oh boy, let's uh yeah, Austin Theory's here. No, I mean, the, the whole, it just fell flat to me. I don't think, if the crowd weren't so into uh, to Grayson, uh, I don't think the thing would have come across nearly as well. Right. I don't think I don't well, think it moved well, the needle at all. Uh, we didn't learn right. anything we didn't know already. Uh, we didn't surprise anybody with anything. You know, they, uh, honestly, I mean, that, that's that's well, the thing I have to say. This was well, a, this was just another card. It was, it was great. The matches were awesome. I want something bigger at a premium live event. I want something more. I don't know what to tell you, bro. I mean, I think I think that you'll probably get a much bigger show that look, I you gotta know this by now. They call the big four, and nowadays I guess with money in the bank is the big five or whatever. They call those the big five for a reason. What we are at right now, and you know this anyway, oh, I, I agree. we're at we're at in between land. So what did I say last on last night's show? If you don't think like it's going to be this awesome, unbelievable thing and you just keep it right here, you're not going to be half as upset as you have a right to be because you were expecting it up here. I I, wasn't. I was expecting a forward forward progress to the ultimate game plan. You know, there's a blueprint in I I will I will say enjoyed the matches, enjoyed the pay per view or premium live event overall. Right, I, I right. just felt it could have. They could have done that on any, any, any Monday or any Friday. That could have any. All the stuff that happened could have happened on any of those days. Right. Well, you know what? That's also a credit to the main shows, is what you're telling me. I mean, I know you probably don't mean it as as a positive, but I see a positive in that. What that means is is that Raw and SmackDown currently are giving you killer killer shows. They're so what's really the, good. What would be the you point know? of a premium live event then? Well, the point of a premium live event is this is to build up to the big stages. Listen, if we played the World Series once a month in MLB, I don't think it would feel the same, is what I'm trying to tell you. Is the overall product good and getting the job done? Yes. That's why I don't get upset about today. I thought today was solid, very solid. And I expected these things, but so what? I have a feeling in WrestleMania, the, the clear-cut so what's may not all be clear-cut. So what? Because that's what wrestling does to us. Nobody's ever going to fully figure this shit out, trust me. Just because right now we feel like we've got it kind of pegged, uh, you know that ain't going to last, dude. It never does. Nobody's an expert in this business when it comes to calling what they're going to do behind the scenes. So, you know, to me, it is what it is. 
And also keep in mind, like, you know, your main complaint about that segment is, is like, I know that Austin Theory is going to take the beating. Here was the good news for that promo. Everybody else in that in, is currently in that ring was really serving quite this right there. Uh, maybe the Internet already had assumed that that Cody and The Rock are going to, you know, have a match. But Cody officially said, let's have a, you know, an effing match. That's got to mean something, right, Benny? It's where he confirmed it. Right. I mean, is that is it that is it that small? That means nothing. I thought that that meant quite a bit. And Seth, I was wondering, is he cleared? I mean, we haven't seen him doing anything, so I thought it was cool that he revealed, hey, in a couple of days, I'm good to go. Okay. I mean, for for the fact that Austin is currently not doing shit, everybody else in that ring was serving quite the purpose, and the revelations to me were quite fine for something that's just supposed to be a filler in between thing. And they got to wreck the set. Come on, Bruce. They got to wreck the set. That's always fun, isn't it? Always fun when the when the host gets his set wrecked. It's that's fun. I, I did appreciate the fact that that Seth for once did not pick an outfit out out of uh, doing the the clown's closet though. He looked pretty decent tonight. <laughs> Boy, is he over or what? That's kind of scary oh, yeah. to me. They you both know? are. Big time. Uh, yeah. So, 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 Benny, uh, I was just texted, and I was asked to plug this upcoming show on the network, and uh, maybe you can, uh, maybe you can do it for me, and uh, let's bring it up there. Yeah, my replacement. <laughs> it's now going to be Dan and Joe <laughs> in, the, in the ring. Wow. <laughs> yeah, after three years and 165 episodes, I'm I'm gone. It's 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 all over, huh, Benny? What a day! It, you what know, day. It, it's it's a rough business. <laughs> You know, it's like yesterday's <laughs> newspaper. You know, you read it yesterday, today, it's under your, uh, it's in your parakeet's cage. And that's what I am now. Wow. I'm, I'm like feeling this Russo, John Arizzi kind of thing going yeah. on here. What's going on here? I'm, I'm a collector wow. for parakeet droppings now. Wow. Now you're going to have to go out and buy a blockbuster and say bro all the time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's going on here? That's awful. Oh. It's a tough business, Jimmy. All right. Well. Well, shit. Consider shit stirred, Bruce. Like, what else do you have there? Is there anything else? Hey, listen. There? I think. That, well, I'm. I'm just going through the chat room, and uh, uh, looks like Mike Bonney wants to know: Is this the newest episode of uh, Dan and Joe in the Ring? No, Mike. No, Mike. That's. I don't know when you guys have that set up, but uh, that's. Uh, that's up to you guys when you set that up. So, but uh, I, I think uh, Mike's drinking the same Kool Aid as uh, r Truth when he showed up in Austria <laughs> instead of Australia. Oh. So listen, so listen, next Mike made it to Florida. I think he knows where he is right but now. But he thinks, I mean, he thinks he's this is Dan and Joe in the ring. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple too yeah, many sangrias. Yeah, all right. <laughs> a little bit delusional. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, listen, wow. so next we had the... You know, oh, we had the men's elimin elimin okay. uh, elimination chamber, the it, which traditionally is the main event. Wasn't this time... So we had Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre, and L.A. Knight. Benny, why don't you take it? What did you think? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I like, again, it was a good match. Only two complaints. One was that, you know, the, the, the laydown effect where, you know, they, they, they were down for, I mean, I think L.A. Knight was down, I think, for six minutes at one point. And, hmm. you know, in an ordinary match, you're not down for more than, like, six seconds. So what what happened that you were, like, you know, you're so uh, comatose for that long? It just, I guess they have to do that because you need to focus on two of the guys at one time. So you, right. what else can you really do? So I, I get right. that, but it's just, it's awkward sometimes. And the other thing is, it, the, again, there was a lot of great moves in the match. I would have, um, I would have let, L.A. Knight last. I feel like they kind of jobbed him out too quick. He was the second oh, person man. out. And I really thought that there was going to be some kind of conflict with L.A. Knight and uh, and Logan Paul leading to a match at WrestleMania. And instead, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like now, you, not, not that it would be a bad match, but now you, you probably have A.J. Styles and L.A. Knight, and now you have uh, right. Randy Orton and uh, Logan Paul. Right. I mean, not right. not horrible matches either, but it just that kind no. of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, no, that's fine. I like what I like the direction they moved in with that. Uh, it's interesting to to address the LA Knight thing. Think about the other guys that were in this match, 
Every single one of them are what I call long distance runners to use the Iron Maiden reference, the loneliness of the long distance runner. Those guys are all experienced long distance runners. LA Knight has been around a long time, but I don't find it a coincidence that the guy who spent the most time taking breaths in between was the guy who can provide the least as far as endurance level. So I wasn't surprised that he was the first to, I mean, you know, to go that early, if you know what I'm saying, I'm agreeing with right. you. And I was surprised that he went early, but not really when you think, think about it, he was lying down a lot. You know, I mean, they, they called upon the guys to do the best spots that could do the best spots for the longest amount possible to tell the best story possible. And that's what we wound up with in the end. Who were the last two guys in the ring? Was, you know uh, how long are those guys? Uh, how yeah, long are those guys? And, uh, Drew, right? Yeah, or yeah. McIntyre. How long are those guys? Been doing? You know what I mean? I thought it was really well, well written. It made complete sense to me. Basically, the chain of events. Uh, I'm not surprised with L.A. Knight because this way, even though he was eliminated early, does he really lose anything from this? If anything, he was just totally screwed. He got so screwed. I'm well, like, I mean, wow. the only thing. I mean, his, apparently his stock is falling because. You know, several months ago, you know, maybe four or five months ago, we were talking about maybe him going to WrestleMania and facing Roman Reigns. And then, you know, then the talk got downgraded to, well, he's probably going to face Logan Paul for the U.S. title. And now he's not even getting that. Right, right. You know, what's weird, though, what he probably will get is a pinfall victory over AJ Styles at WrestleMania. I mean, if if we're shooting this early to have a thought about that, that's what I'm thinking. Because L.A. Knight is is one of those guys, they're not ready to put the belt on right now. They may still put the belt on him. But honestly, the fans, the fans still love L.A. Knight. I, he hasn't lost anything. Fans no, still love nope. him. They're just you know? waiting till Gunther, once they get the title off of Gunther, they're going to put that one right. on him. Um, that's that. Right. Let, let's face it, that's the secondary title in the uh, out there right now. Right, um, right. Right. I can't right. see any, and, and, anything and, else happening. The other thing I got to say coming out of that, Logan Paul, Randy Orton. Um, I'd have to say I hope that Randy Orton gets the uh, the U.S. title at uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> you know, it'd be okay. great though. Now, back in the day, we talked about this in one of our uh, wrestling remembered shows. You know, gimmick matches, and one of the best gimmick matches I think was the the brass knuckles match. Mm-hmm. Why not have a brass knuckles match? Do it old school, right? Yeah, that probably. Has right. I mean, especially with. I mean, how how appropriate would that be? That I mean, he Logan continually uses the brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give him, give I, him to both guys. Well, didn't he have a titanium arm at one point or something? Didn't he have like? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think he was using that. To, was that the great Logan Paul? Is the most dicky bad guy to the most maximum level. He is such a dick, and I love him. I love him. He's such a dick. When he finds me, he takes the knuckles, and he's like, ah, I'm going to win. No, you're not. I love the bang bang of that, by the way. Does the RKO ever get old? It doesn't. The RKO no. is, is so great. <laughs> it can, it, and it, and they, found, they have found a million ways to do that one simple, beautiful move so effectively over and over again with the whole knuckles and, you know, hey, turn around, asshole, clank. Just Logan Paul's such a dick, and he's so great at it, you know. It's so funny I, I, how popular he is with like the young people and everything. But when he comes into right, the wrestling right. ring, he's like the most hated individual right. in the world. It's crazy. Yeah, but you got to say he's, he's great at it, and he's he's brought millions and millions and millions of faces to the the WWE that would not have been there. He's a damn good wrestler too. He I is. mean, considering his very very limited experience. I mean, the guy gets it, and he's a phenomenal athlete. All he's, all he's going to do is get better. Did you guys know this? And I didn't realize this, but I read this, that on SmackDown last week, that was his first free televised wrestling match since wow. he's been with him. Oh, I did not know that. Do you, wow. do, you, do you realize what that means? Because we can all agree that he's mature in the ring right he's there he's not green at all there's no green going on there that guy's fantastic in the ring agreed i mean agreed, guys agreed and he's i mean unlimited yeah. upside yeah. potential as well yeah and he has spent two years i think he's been with us two years now this was his first televised free match since he's been here wow 
Holy crap. This guy's beelining towards the Hall of Fame. I'm serious. And I do think one day if you put the belt on him, I can see it. I, I can see that. He can There's be a champion maybe for a while. Who knows where he goes with it. But he is an absolute prick. He's perfect at what he does. And he's a fantastic villain. It's It just works to the 10th degree. Absolutely Hall of Fame bound. There's no way you can. He well, ha, He's that cross-promotional guy that is, uh, he's done everything. Yeah. Does he stick yep. with it though? That's the that's the big question. Does does it matter? Well, you know what? The, you know you, his version of sticking with it is kind of like what Lesnar, you know, did a lot, and I liked when Lesnar was doing it. I want my champion to be special. I don't have to see you every week, you know, especially when your 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 storyline doesn't call for it. I thought that that was cool, but that's what we're getting here with Logan Paul. We're getting that with Logan Paul. I mean, he he's there when it counts, and and he's memorable. He makes it work every damn time he's on the tube. I That's mean, what makes him so great. That was know? the uh, the old school recipe for champions. You didn't see Bruno on TV or, right. or Pedro or Backlund. They didn't, right. I mean, very rarely wrestled on TV. Right. They gave interviews to yep. sell out the right. next event. Yep. Hogan. Right. And, and to go back further, to go back further, and I know Benny knows this for sure, it was special to see Harley race when he was NWA champion. It was special when yeah. race would show up. Ironically, yeah, and it was usually, I mean, he was wearing a suit. And then sitting at a desk with Gordon Soley breaking right. down a match, and you, you really literally felt like you were watching the seventh game of the World Series on replay. That's how right. uh, that's how legit right. and and authentic they made it. So yep. Hulk Hogan, when yep. I was he a kid, like, he looked like a champ and felt like a champ. Yeah, yep. I, and it was it was special when you saw him. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, perfect example. The only time you saw him was interviews. The first time I saw right. him wrestle was with Paul Orndorff against the Moondogs, and he didn't even get in the ring. The second time was against right. the uh, uh, King Kong Bundy and uh, Big John Studd. And again, he didn't get into the ring. Uh, outside outside of that, Saturday night's main event was when you were going to see him, or you were going to see him at one of the, the major pay-per-views. Either that, or you were spending money right. to go to an arena. Right. Right. And that's what makes a champion special. You know what? And Roman Reigns has done it, too. Roman Reigns is not always there, and sometimes when he's there, he's just there to talk and, and irritate the people who hate the bloodline and all their success. Too bad. Acknowledge me later. You know. You know what though? I mean, like I, I, we're, I think what we're saying is sometimes less is more. Yep, that's exactly what we're saying. Couldn't agree more. So do you or think? Less. But do you think that or Drew? Less. <laughs> do you think Drew McIntyre is? Do you think Drew McIntyre is the right person to be facing Seth Rollins at uh, at WrestleMania? Any? Um, I would say in the absence of Cody, yeah, I mean, I mean, the guy has been doing. I mean, what a heel he's become. I mean, a couple of months ago, he was you know the old you know proverbial white meat baby face, and now he's a hated heel, and he did it very quickly. And I mean, the guy's uh, he's very very athletic. He's gigantic. I mean, Randy Orton even you know at, at the chamber. They stood face to face, and Drew even had a couple inches on him. It's got to be like six five, six six, you know, pure muscle. Can I mean moves like a like a cruiserweight? No, I I, I think I think it's going to be a hell of a match. And yeah, I would not right be surprised if if Drew wins. Yeah, the right guy won. Uh, I don't know how to feel about what ha what will happen when he wrestles Rollins. I'm I'm really not sure. Well, I I know I want Rollins to to hold the belt and maintain it, but that's all going to depend on if Rollins needs a break. That's the behind the scenes crap that we don't really, you know, we're not privy to directly. So if like, you know, Rollins is about to take a vacation to heal his wounds for a while, then yeah, McIntyre would be fine as champion. I wouldn't be too upset, but do I want to see that happen? No. However, if, if Drew loses at WrestleMania, what then what was all of this about? Right. Right. So there's that conundrum, you know, Rollins and Reigns, I'm so happy with both of them as champion that I don't want to see either of them lose the belt. That's how I feel currently about both champions. I'm not I'm not ready to see Reigns lose to uh like last year I would have understood it more if Cody had finished his story at the at that time. But you know, as we've climbed through the months and 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 Reigns is, you know, hitting all these milestones and now we're getting towards Hogan. And I gotta be honest, you know, I, I'm I am surprised that Mike wants to see Reigns pass Hogan. I gotta admit. I don't want to see Reigns pass Hogan, but but I also at the same time don't want to see the uh, company have to just cave into the Cody crybabies and 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 allow Cody to finish his story right now. I you know 
I guess I just love bad guys. What can I say? Don't you want to see the historical number broken? I mean, it, that's uh, I think something we're lacking a little bit sometimes. You know, well, you know what it is, and yes, it would be very cool if it happened because it's happening now, currently, and that's cool. But to me, it's almost like the compiler, and I'm going to use like the baseball analogy here. Okay, I'm going I'm going to complain about the fact that I'm the kind of of uh, statistics statistics guy that always complained about when it takes somebody way longer in a way to get to the same point. Kind of like, you know, when Aaron took a a cabillion extra at bats, Benny probably knows the number to get past Babe Ruth. And then Barry did it. I, I, I believe to get past Hank or whatever it was, you know, Uh, this almost feels like to me, like something like that. Uh, It it, it takes nothing away. This is all greatness. I'm trying to compare it to anyway. So what am I saying? I'm I'm saying that even if Reigns passes Hogan numerically, I will never, ever put him on Hogan's level, is what I'm saying. Like, Harold Baines is in the Hall of Fame, right? And for years and years and years, he was 21 homers, 85 RBIs for what, like 25 years or something? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. And so the he should be in the Hall of Consistency. Right. Right. But not the now, whole that thing. doesn't mean Reigns should be. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is if because Reigns is not Harold Baines. Good no, Lord. no, 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 no. You know, well, but here's uh, the reality uh, with sports. Who is Roman Reigns in MLB? I got to think about that. But he would definitely be a clear-cut Hall of Famer. It wouldn't be Harold Baines. No. I'm just saying though, if he passes Hogan, I will never look at it the same way I look at Hogan. But you have it's to just look not at gonna happen. Jimmy, you gotta look at it like all sports. The nutrition is right. different, the equipment is different, the equipment is what? so much more consistent. Everything's what? better than what it used to what? be. Wait a minute. <laughs> the nutritionist effect? Did you just the say nutri- that? The, if you're a major league That's hilarious. if you are a major league athlete a professional athlete anywhere you have somebody telling you what you are eating oh my god but hogan always said his prayers and took his vitamins yeah he took his vitamins he took his vitamins vitamins all right Oh, yeah, but, but look, I, I, that, I, I, absolutely. I, I, though, the, the professional athlete now has a lot more of an advantage than the professional athlete of previous generations, but we still do recognize their records right. when they break them. Yeah, so but, but that's what we I, have to, the way I we have to look gotta, at it. I got to come to Jimmy's aid here. Because how many, yeah. how many days did Hogan hold, hold the title? It was like 1,400 and change? Yeah, something like that. He had it for four and, All right. and a half years. All right. So, and if like Reigns Rain surpasses that, what is he going to have? Like maybe right. 40 title defenses? What did Hogan have? Like 600? Oh, not... uh, listen. <laughs> no, you know, I agree with that, Betty, but I would never even start that stuff. Well, I would just like you keep it simple. He's not He's not Hogan. And and it. you know what? Well, to be fair to Reigns, though, it's the same thing with San Martino. Look, does it, is anybody ever going to really top 1963 to 1971? In my nope. mind... Even though I didn't get to live through all of that, no, yeah. that's the most, that's the most ridiculous one in the history of professional wrestling. Pretty much what Bruno was pulling off. So, I, it, to be fair to Reigns, every generation has a great, and he's this generation's great champion. Period. The end. You know, is this Reigns amazing? It's historical. It deserves to be mentioned in the top five. But I don't know if I'll ever put it past what Hogan did. And I know Mike would probably go, oh, my God. But but what San Martino was doing in those early days, sure, it was a smaller crowd and all that other good stuff. But, my God, that was just a ridiculous run. And it was big time for what it was back in those days, one way or the other. And, and you know, keep in mind that the only reason why his reign ended was because yeah. he wanted it to end. He wanted to go right. home and spend time right. with his family. Right. That, otherwise, right. it would have kept going. Right. That guy was basically the FDR of the WWF. If FDR right. had passed yeah. away, they it would have just forever. kept reelecting him because Bruno yeah. was permanently the president of that establishment, you know, in the eyes of the fans, you know. So I'm just saying, Good Hogan, stuff. you know, Hogan was busting his ass 250 days a year. Oh, whereas, absolutely. You know, yeah. It's, it's... Well, nobody, nobody ever uh, gives Hogan the credit he deserves. When you're trying to get into the business, and the first thing that happens is, is an angry Japanese guy breaks your leg just to see if you've got the moxie to come back and you come back, you know, and, and you learn in Japan, Hulk Hogan gets no credit. I'm sorry, but Hulk Hogan did not get into this business easily. 
Sure, he had an end because people saw things in him. You'd have to be blind not to see things in him, even if he's playing bass guitar in, a, in, in some bar. You know, you could see what that guy could be if you're a wrestler, which is what a couple of wrestlers did, right? Isn't that the legend? A couple of guys found him in a bar playing bass. You know, that guy didn't have it easy. He had to take the, he had to take, go through all the tests that everybody, a lot of other wrestlers get nothing but credit for. Had his leg busted, learned how to chain wrestle in Japan, learned how to be a heel, learned how to be a heel that worked with a manager like a Blassie, learned how to be a face, learned how to be the greatest face in the business. And then when everything was about to come to an end, learned how to be the greatest heel in the business. Right. My God. I mean, what more do you want that guy to do? And it was, I mean, it wasn't like everything was handed to the guy. Nothing was handed to the guy. I mean, and then Vince, he had the to protect it. That's Vince, what Senior, Vince Senior pretty much got, you know, Vince Senior got rid of him, right? right. And then, you know, he goes to Vern Gagne. What does Vern Gagne do? He, he, you know, he steals a shit ton of his uh, Hogan's money, doesn't put right. the belt on him, which is the most right. obvious thing in the whole world. Right. You know, right. so he, he finally comes to WWF and he, he gets his just, you know, just desserts, yeah. but it was yeah. not easy. He he, no. he took his bumps. No, and then he had to protect himself. Of course, wouldn't you protect it if you had gotten to that level? I protect everything I had earned. That's crazy. Well, you know, <laughs> listen, guys, listen, how guys. Many, how many stars did he make in his career? Think about it. <laughs> Think about how many stars he made in his career that are in the Hall of Fame right now. Right. right? Did, he, did he or did he not, you know, make – warrior what warrior became by doing what he did for he him. elevated everybody did he or did he not at the georgia dome which i still think was an amazing thing Forty-eight thousand people at the georgia dome with goldberg did he or did elevated he not goldberg. Make goldberg a household name did he not confirm that you know i mean he's he's done plenty and he's not always been what they portray him to be you know put yourself in that guy's shoes good luck to you you know the responsibility of having to be the you know the greatest American hero for how long? Oh my God! And to perform that consistent, you know, consistently on that level. All right, yeah, listen, I mean, listen, right. guys. It's, it's hey, a different world. We're, we live in a different world. We gotta take a listen, guys. We we gotta take a quick commercial break here, and uh, when we come okay. back, we're gonna talk about. Uh, it looks like there's a challenge for the uh, number one player mate. If you check out the uh -oh, stream, fine. yeah, what? check check out the chat, Benny. We'll be right, right. back. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. Tired of that same old, same old breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Same old tasting scrambled eggs, burger... That dinner steak, ribs, or pork chops. Why not add a little bit of spice or just a touch of heat to make the difference? Change that scrambled egg with a little bit of Johnny Fabulous's John Cena Sr.'s Million Dollar Jalapeno Hot Sauce. Great on burgers, steaks, chops, and those barbecued ribs. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut, Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J, video games and collectibles. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to this special edition of the Monty and the Pharaoh Show with the Elimination Chamber Recap. I'm here with the player and the Pharaoh. 
So we got BP and P. <laughs> so uh, what's going on, guys? So when we left, we were talking about, uh, we had finished talking about Hulk Hogan, and we were looking at the chat, and it looks like uh, Beth Harper and Matthew Holland are going to have some type of match to determine who is the number one player mate out there. Benny, you have anything to say about this? Yeah. That if, if Matthew Holland wins and uh, becomes the number one player mate, I will go in my backyard and start digging. <laughs> nice. Nice. So uh yeah. You don't, I, you, don't you don't want you don't want me to comment about this, do you? No, <laughs> hey, of Jimmy, course we do. We, we absolutely uh, do. Oh my Come on, man. Yeah. It's Come all on. Con- we, it's all for fun. creates cash, right, Jimmy? Come <laughs> on. Uh, who is the whole for? First of all, Benny, is it for? Is it going to be for for you? Because it's just like my God, this is my new new playmate, player mate. Or right. is, yes. it, is the whole going to be? Is the whole going to be for for really really out there sorts of folks who like tell people what day they're going to pass away on? Oh who's yeah, we could, yeah. That actually, you know what? It could be for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's much you know, better. Uh, yeah, I don't know who does anyway, stuff like you know, that. Last time I checked, you and I are both from, uh, we both have New York roots, right? And waste management, right? Long Island, yep. Yeah, yeah, waste management. Oh, waste okay. management, yeah, absolutely, right. well, yes. Yeah, yeah my, so uncle, let's, let's uh, just, my uncle Knutz there. Let's, well, we'll, we'll, what we'll do here for this situation is just that we'll monitor it and, and we'll review what needs to be done accordingly in a uh, near future date. How's that sound? Other, other than that, oi. Okay. Or as Vince, as Vince used to say, we'll take take it under advisement. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it under advisement, and uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some Sicilian slices with that advisement, please, and some beer, but not that beer from that those that uh, commercial that that company did. I don't drink their beer anymore. Don't don't give me that beer. You know. <laughs> hey, you wanted me to chime in. That's what I think. You All know? right. Well, Bruce, what, what, what else do we got on the docket here besides a complete meltdown in the chat room? We have the main event of the Elimination Chamber where we had the right. champion, Rhea Ripley, against Nia Jax. Wow. By the way, now hold on a second. Why why do you keep calling her Nia when her name's Nia? I got to know because I think Nia, you Nia. and Phil called her Nia last night, so I decided to be polite about it and only refer to such said person as Jax for the rest of the show. However, today, I watched it. They called it Nia a bunch of times because that's what we've always called it. So who's Nia? Well, whatever. Who's Nia Jax? I don't know who Jax is. Are you talking about the big one that sits on people? Is that yeah, who you're you talking about? You need to call her Nia, right? Yes, it's Nia. Anyway, Bruce, what did you think about that match? I thought it was a hell of a lot better than anyone would have expected. Um, I believe that woman has put a lot of extra time in the ring. And, you know, let's face it, that you cannot complain about that as a main event. It was it was a well-sold match. Now, don't, don't you think that this is where some people could say this was predictable? Can you hear them? Uh, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was fine. But isn't that been the whole point of this whole card? If that's fine, then why isn't anything previously fine? It was all fine. It all made sense. I guess I'm hammering home the fact that this pay-per-view made sense. It was very consistent. It was very consistent. Were you really expecting any huge surprises? I mean, come on. This was Saudi Arabia, but turn to the right. So, go to the right and go down a little bit. Oh, this big island here. Okay, we'll stop here. You know, we knew we were going to get a star-studded show with a with a Raw or SmackDown level kind of card, and we did. You know, and it was actually a little better than Raw or SmackDown. Come on, those chambers are cool. By the way, shout out for the chamber itself. Were you chamber not itself ex- has got staying power, doesn't it? Would you not say that the way they let it up, they they let it up to disappoint when it comes to the surprises that were revealed? I'm going to say it was a very predictable, well, you know, it, great card, good good matches, good show. But they led you right. led you to believe that there was going to be something that was going to happen that nothing happened. You know what? You know what I really think it is, Bruce. And I, I, I actually don't don't blame anybody who doesn't do it the way I do it. I pay very, and I mean very, little attention to the internet rumors. I'm saying or, what or, directly or came out of Triple H's mouth. What, or I was just about to say, or even what Triple H directly says, because my friend, we're being worked, okay? We're being worked twenty four seven. What's serious on the surface? 
doesn't mean it's going to be serious. So if Triple H says something, I don't, I don't go well. That's going to happen. I, I'm not fooled anymore. Oh, but I'm not bitter about it. I just let it. I don't expect anything. I don't read too much into what's being said. I was not expecting a bunch of giant surprises for this card. This card served its purpose, just like everything else that they've been doing lately does. It served its purpose. And I'm gonna say I'm glad. I'm glad it's a called a premium live event and not a pay per view. Because if I had pay per viewed it, I might be right. a little more annoyed. <laughs> right, right. Well, the whole presentation has changed, right, Benny? This is not about, yeah, true, once a month a big card happens, but it doesn't have the same layout or feel of the old days. The old days had one program, if you want to really go back to the old days, and it had the once a month thing. The once a month thing is now part of a much bigger, more complex machine and presentation. Everything's changed, guys. What do you think, Benny? I Yeah, I mean, here's the bottom line. You know, they have they have a product and they want to maximize their their customer satisfaction in order to maximize revenue and right. i mean they this wrestlemania is their cash cow I, and i don't think they're going to do anything to jeopardize that just to make a couple of people happy i mean every single right. one of these matches i mean what which of these matches could you say oh that match really sucked none you of them can't. you can't you know right. nia naya whatever you want to call her um, that was a great match. I mean, she she put on a good show. She, yeah. you know, normally yeah. she, her matches are normally like two or three minutes long. She right. mustered up the endurance to hang with Rhea for however long that match was. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, did we know that Rhea was going to win? Yes. But were there a couple of moments in that match where you thought, holy shit, maybe I got this wrong? There were. And that's the whole point. Yeah. She, yeah. she, yeah. she, she, made us believe even for for five seconds that she mm-hmm. was going to pull off the upset so in mm-hmm. my mind she did her job right that, that suplex agree. that suplex was i am so yeah, who would have ever thought that naya would have ever done uh pulled that one off or right. that, that spot right. off yep yep and when a match is told correctly that's what happens benny you start to think to yourself even at, even if it's for a few seconds a few different moments in the match like wait a minute maybe i do have this wrong Right. There's 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 nothing better than that. That means that they did their job. One of the most beautiful matches. I should go back and watch it again. One of the most beautiful matches, and it only happened once, and it was magnificent. Was when Le- Brock Lesnar fought Samoa Joe. You remember that match? And Joe got so close. Oh my God, so close! And they both played their role so perfectly. You know, it it reminds me of something like that for some reason. You know, where it's just it just works right. It was it was yeah. done right. It was. It, I tell you what. It it definitely over delivered in my book. I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. a, a, a stink fest. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a four minute match. Right. It was going to be some kind of false finish. I right. mean, it was a good match. It I really actually was. thought it was going to be a good match, and we and we got one. So I wasn't surprised by it. Again, from point A to point Z, solid card. Everybody performed well. We we haven't found one match that we didn't like. You know, and it's the old, if it looks like and smells like that it is, this was a good show. It was a good show as we're heading towards what's supposed to be what Bruce is looking for. The big holy crap. No, because here's the, here's the reality. If we talk about WrestleMania last year, if you think about it, Jimmy, we actually did a show and we pretty much predicted exactly what was going to happen at WrestleMania. And we said, oh, it's, you know what? Right. It's because it's not for us. It's because it's for the casual fan. Right. That was our excuse then. Right. We're not, you know, right. it, it's. Well, I don't think that. Listen, with me, it's never an excuse. Okay, I don't make excuses. I make I make a I make my own you know opinion on something. You know, if I felt that they played it safe last year, I'm sure I said that they probably played it safe for the reasons of profit and continuity. Exactly what and they're going to do this year. Exactly what they're going to do with it this year. So the only uh, I yeah, I was looking it, for major news and afterwards, it, and I really didn't find much. I was expecting you know usually they right. have that press conference. No no real right. press conference. Um, there were only a couple things that were released on Twitter. Uh, one I saw okay. was uh, uh, Fightful had said that uh, the original plans were Seth Rollins against Bronson Reed, being Bronson is from Australia. He was going to get a right. he was going to get a push there. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez right. worked. Uh, she's actually hurt, and she worked the match anyway. And honestly, if you think about it, mm-hmm. she did really good for uh, if she's hurt. But other than that, there really wasn't much coming out of this 
this pay-per-view when it came to news. Right. Um, I was hoping we'd have a well, little more to cover on that. We do now know, what, yeah. four or five matches of, of WrestleMania? I think that's about yeah, we, we're, it. Yeah. We're getting a, a, a better idea about it. How about the fact that there's nobody up for the Hall of Fame yet? Is is there a Hall of Fame this year? Oh, that you know, that's what they keep talking about. That's Vince's baby. So, are they, uh, uh, you know, are, are they kind of distancing themselves from it this year? I know that they. I read somewhere that they had reached out to Sylvester Stallone about being part of it this year, but they couldn't get the uh, get him you know, right. to uh, to commit. But that was the only one I've heard of. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. You said they distanced themselves from it because it's Vince's baby. I, I, I just laughed my ass off when you said that. I'm like, so what does that mean? I guess we shouldn't be even holding wrestling. Everything you see is I, Vince's baby. I agree. I'm just going by what you read. Yo, last, go, read sheet. go read the dirt sheets. Go read the dirt. Go read the dirt sheets. What the dirt sheets are saying. You know that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Betty, you're a you're a writer. How much do you put into the dirt sheets? I honestly, I have a much different opinion than most people about how necessary. I understand why people do it, but to me, how necessary it really is if you want to maintain your organic freshness when you're watching the show itself. I don't get. Right. I don't let that come through my filter. What do you think about the dirt sheets being the fact that you're a writer? I mean, I don't. I, you know, I would rather react organically to this stuff. Then read, you know, the only, honestly, why, why I, the only reason why I read the, any dirt sheets is because when, you know, the crooked referee on Thursday night on the 30 asked me a question, <laughs> I want to be able to give it a semi-intelligent answer. Otherwise I would never pay any attention to the dirt sheets. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Bruce, you, you got a rebuttal? You've been called a crooked referee. I mean, how is that going to earn him bonus points come uh, Thursday? What's uh-huh. going on here? I mean, uh-huh. I understand that, like you said, they have their purpose in dirt sheets, but I just, I don't get, I really don't get involved in them. I would rather, I'd rather be surprised. The the, the problem yeah. being, Benny hasn't figured out the, uh, how to use the abacus to figure out how much to Venmo me. Oh. <laughs> Well, at least you're you, at least you're at least you're open about it and not asking to take poops on anybody's <laughs> abacus. Listen, you know I I, I, I clearly I... take bribes via PayPal, Venmo, Cash App. I do take uh, credit cards, yeah, but there is a ten percent surcharge. Yeah. You take wampum. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm I'm also set up soon to take crypto if you guys want. All right, Bit, oh Bitcoin, 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 and Ethereum are preferred. Wow. You know, it's going to come out in the book one day, Bruce. You know why I, I mysteriously vanished with my share of the title? It was because of, of crooked referees like you. <laughs> hey, look, look, you. when you were on the show, I was still a contestant. I hadn't worked my way up to that hosting oh. level yet. And if you remember correctly, okay. I was getting screwed well, every week. All right. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. Yeah, but your answers were awful, though. You can't be that bitter. I mean, come on. You know, you think about it. Isn't Bruce doing a reverse Danny Davis? Yeah, he but is. Danny Davis was a was a, a wrestler, a, a referee he turned heel wrestler, and yeah. Bruce was Bruce is a contestant turned heel referee. Yeah. I gotta I gotta tell you though, this past week I did mark out when Mr. President took the belt off that heel, your partner Dan, who's yeah. now turning on you. Who's now turning on you? I know, right? It's like I mean, <laughs> where is he in all of this? I don't hear him saying anything. Is there a right. plate glass window? Is there a plate glass window waiting for you, Benny? Oh. I mean, what, what is this? <laughs> is there a problem with Dan and Benny? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, what's going on here? I'm very confused. But you know what? It makes for good television, though. It does. What's going to happen next? That's the word. Compelling. Yeah, it's compelling. Oy. Yeah. Oy. I oh, agree. Man. Double A. Who are Speaking you guys? Who are you guys? Is there anything else to talk about, Bruce? We got anything? No, else to I really didn't. Right I now? really didn't have anything else for the night. I mean, I was expecting a little bit more right. news coming out of the pay per view, but nothing really. Uh, nothing surfaced. So, yeah. Well, what do you guys have? I mean, I, I know that we've got uh, we've got some upcoming good shows. We've got, of course, this Thursday we've got uh, Monty uh, and the Pharaoh. Who's your guest this week, uh, uh, Jimmy? Do you know? That's a good question. Mike probably is like going to be yelling at the set right now. I would have to take a look, so I can't I heard say. It was Rosie right. O'Donnell. It's not Rosie O'Donnell. I know that another uh, one of the existing ring boys is coming. That's that's, that's yeah. the one of yeah. That's Rosie O'Donnell. So, yeah, yeah, and I know yeah. uh, I, so know, I know, Bruce, know that that's happening. You know, yeah, some, Bruce and Missy are coming. Bruce and Missy are coming back soon, and uh, the one I'm looking forward to are the they? most. 
I thought they had a stomachache. They had bad. They ate bad sushi or some oh, shit like that. I thought they had a tummy ache. Bad gefilte fish. But the one I'm looking yeah, most forward to soon. I, every all gefilte fish is bad. I so cannot wait good. for you guys to have Stan Hansen in studio. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I, well, yeah, if I could do a if I could do a cheap uh, plug for uh, Tuesday night, Stan and Benny in the ring. I'm very excited to be interviewing Renee Koloff, the widow of uh, Vivan Koloff. I really look wow. forward to that. That's nice. going to be a good one. Yeah, and how, the, how do you how does how does one get the wife of how do you do that? You're talking it's to the player oh. here. Wow, he reached out to the right nursing home. <laughs> oh, dude, what are you doing? You're supposed to put the guests <laughs> over, not under. What are you doing? Well, listen, I also have to promote the uh, the our newest show on the network. It's uh, uh, Dan and Joe in the Ring. I believe it's premiering over the next couple Stop weeks. It. Well, I gotta Stop take that. issue with that picture of Joe, though. You you didn't take take the picture with uh, him with you know his his eyes rolled back. I use I notice that Joe does, his his bad acting one on one face. Did you notice that Joe does not have a cartoon figure there because he is a cartoon figure? Maybe it's that. I'm just wondering. I'm thinking aloud here. I don't know. What do you think? What if what if he had a cartoon? What would it look like? Would it look like that, or would you have the head tilted like a little bit? You know. In shock. Uh, in shock in shock and bereavement what do you think righteous indignation <laughs> what? What? Okay. Bruce get us the hell out of here alright all right. Right. you've been watching Long Island's number one wrestling broadcast and uh, on behalf of Jimmy Farrow and the player Benny Scala this is ESO and we will see you guys soon later 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 <laughs>